once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello and welcome to another edition of the C-Squared Podcast. This is your host, Curtis, with my co-host, Holly Royal. And we are here today to talk to you for the next 30 minutes about an aspect of the music industry that is very important, which is your PR. And specifically, we're going to be going in, into in-depth uh, a little bit about what we can do for you at C-Squared. Uh, this was Holly's idea, obviously, because Holly is the self-promoter out of the two of us. Definitely not me. Um Anyways, it was my idea just to kind of go over like uh, a few of the things we can do with C-squared, especially um, we're going to kind of have Holly kind of explain some stuff because she's not really the spokesperson of C-squared. So I figured uh, we'd give her a little bit of the limelight, allow her to talk, especially because Jamie is always saying that I never let her talk. So, <laughs> to, so to begin with, um, first of all, um, I want to introduce Holly for anybody that doesn't know Holly because we've been living under a rock. She's been with us since April-ish or something like that. Uh, the company actually formed in June, but she's been working with me and Corey since April. Uh, she has been doing PR for approximately two years, I think, uh, previously, and uh, she is the head publicist over at C-Squared. Uh, so she's the third in command. If, uh, she will take over if one of us dies. We'll be the third in command. And uh, basically, she knows what she's doing. But to start off, Holly, let's talk about uh, what is PR in general, as according to our head publicist. Well, in PR in the music industry, because it's slightly different, well, ish in other areas, um, it's basically we're putting your music in front of journalists or podcasters or basically anyone with a music media outlet and trying to persuade them to feature you or interview you or help promote you in some shape or form. That's very basically cool. what we do. Cool. So, um, why okay so now what do you think is the most important aspect that a person should be aware of prior to hiring a PR um I I guess I would probably say that you need to put the work in yourself as well um mm -hmm. because I think it's really important that when you're hiring a PR company it's kind of yes we're doing a load of work that you can't do but that doesn't mean that you can just sit back and not do anything um, I think that's a trap some people fall into. I agree with you. Um, okay, so let's start. Let's let's kind of go to let's kind of back up things a little bit here. Yep. Let's kind of go into this a little bit more thoroughly. I know we only got like 30, 35 minutes, but we're going to be as thorough as we possibly can. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about the shopping process for PR, mm -hmm. the shopping process. Um, so here's here here's the very first thing that I want to cover, which is like who you should be looking for in a PR. Now, obviously we wanna sell our own services, uh, tell people we're the best because we're the best, but um, like there's certain budgetary constraints or concerns mm -hmm. to have. So there's some PRs, quote unquote PRs, will charge you like 50 bucks or 25 bucks for a three month campaign. Um, I saw someone advertising, it was like a dollar a day or something stupid like that. Um, but reversely, on the other end of the scale, you got people that are going to charge you eighteen fifty for a month or twenty five hundred or whatever like that. So um, I think the very first thing that a band needs to do is they kind of need to establish what their budget is going to be for PR. 
And you don't want to cheap out because of the fact that if you go too cheap, all you're going to be doing is getting someone that's spamming people and it's probably going to be ripping you off. I mean, like, let's face it, for 25 bucks, what are you going to do? Like, what kind of effort is a person going to make for 25 bucks? Um, in my opinion, it's kind of like going to the dollar store and expecting something like a really good product from the dollar store. I mean, you can get, sometimes you can get it okay, but we both know if you buy something from the dollar store, like headphones or something like that, the headphones are going to break in like a day and it's, they're not going to sound very good, but they serve a purpose, I guess. Um, but, okay, so now where am I going with this? So Holly, can you kind of cover without naming names and like being, you know, weird, yeah. but, but kind of cover like what you could kind of expect with a lower end or a higher end or a middle end PR? Yeah, I mean, I guess lower end, like you say, they tend to be like an email blast. So they will mm -hmm. usually just take what you, you send them they won't proofread it. They won't write you a bio or a press release. They will just send out what you send them. Um, mm -hmm. And they won't necessarily give you the advice and the guidance that you need really alongside it. Yep. So because it's just being sort of spammed out, it's it's very unlikely that that many people are going to take it seriously or, or do a news feature. You might get something. Yep. Um, it's not like you're not necessarily going to get anything, but it, it's it's just not the best way to go about it in terms of like your reputation and the quality of what you're getting for your money. Yep. You might as well I, save $25 and I don't know, do it yourself or whatever, if you really can't afford it this time. Ooh, and I want to add one thing to that too, is sometimes some of those guys that do like the dollar a day thing, they don't actually do what they say they're doing. I have that seen that. That would surprise me if I'm honest. Yes. Um, I have seen that because here, because one thing you got to keep in mind is like if someone's advertising, they're going to do an email blast for you, like let's say of your stuff. And there's one guy that claims he has something stupid like 20,000 contacts, which I know I, there's no way. Like it's, yeah. there's no, but he has 20,000. Well, they might be 20,000, but they're not going to be quality like that. And they're probably what? not going to be anyone what? who actually cares. What, so, what? what mail this provider will give you a plan for well, that's 20, true right I mean, there is that yeah yeah so i don't even so i don't i don't even see how that's possible because i don't even think maybe you can do it with gmail i don't know but i mean like if you sign up with mailchimp like that's like a 500 a month plan or something like that same thing with constant contact and all the rest of it so if they're charging 25 bucks and they claim they're sending to twenty thousand contacts but mailchimp is charging a couple yeah, hundred yeah, a month. no it doesn't add up at all so um yeah, something doesn't make any sense to me on that. So, I mean, maybe maybe there's a way that they do it. I don't know, but I, I have a feeling in a lot of cases it's kind of bullshit. So, anyways, that's my two cents on that. So, you were saying? I was. What was I saying? Oh yes. So, um, I guess I'll jump into like the high end. Um, I guess the thing with high end PRs is they're normally, I assume, designed for bigger bands, really, and bigger labels. Um, so the way that you do PR for bigger bands is a little bit different to the way that you do for underground bands. Um, yeah. So just because a PR company can, you know, they can get Slipknot everywhere or Lamb of God or whoever, yeah. they're not necessarily going to be able to do the same for you. Um, so I would aim for a PR company that sort of specializes in, well, obviously your genre, but also like the sort of level that you're at as a band, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, 100%. so you kind of maybe want to go for like a medium tier PR company so yes it's going to cost a bit of money but yep. it's not going to be the three grand a month or anything ridiculous like that 
exactly. Now, just for full transparency, we charge about a thousand dollars a month for anybody listening. So um, now here's the, here's the next thing you want to consider. So outside of so you get the budget. So let's say you got whatever the amount is. So now you're, you're asking PRs. So my top tip, and I want to hear your your top tip after this, Holly. But my top tip is that um, number one, speak to speak to the PR obviously but also go and ask a bunch of past clients about their experience with it because there's a couple of things to keep in mind uh one or two people might tell you they had a phenomenal experience but everyone else thought it sucked well reversely one or two people might tell you they had a terrible experience but every other person that you talk to are like no i don't know what the fuck they're talking about i had a phenomenal uh, service with them. Um, because there's one thing that you want to keep in mind is that every PR will have a couple campaigns that don't work, that didn't uh, pan out. It's always going to happen. Like you never always have 100% awesome results. But on top of that, it's not just that, but you will have complainers, people that doesn't matter what the fuck you do, they will say that you did a terrible job. Uh, I have a good example of this, and I'm not going to name names. But last year, we had we ran a campaign that was absolutely phenomenal. And I'm not, there's no hyperbole in this. We had like all the top tier. We had metal injection, we had metal sucks, decibel, no clean singing. This was like an extreme band too. And we got like top tier, independently released, no label, no nothing. And the guy wrote me back and he was furious. And he said, this was the sh- like total waste of his money. Couldn't believe he paid for this. What kind of crap was this getting me these kind of placements? And I looked at this and I was like, pardon? And uh, so I went to two bands on Metal Blade, currently signed to Metal Blade. I asked them for their opinion. I said, hey, can you guys just quickly take a look at this and just kind of tell me what you think of these placements? Both of them said, this is just as good, if not better, than what we got uh, with our campaigns, in our opinion. So um, that can happen, too. And I've also seen it happen to other PRs where I've had a band shop me for PR, and they're talking to me, and they're like, this PR sucked, totally terrible. Uh, They got awful results. And I went back and I talked to the PR because I always do that. If someone tells me that I'll go back and talk to PR or I'll look at what they got for results. And anytime this has ever happened, almost one for one, they had way too high expectations. Like one guy came to me, said this PR he worked with was just the shittiest thing ever. Again, he got like metal injection decibel on a debut EP. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to help you. I don't know what you want, but I'm not, I'm not doing this for you. So that can happen. Your turn. Yeah, I think expectations is something to bear in mind. So when you're looking at reviews or asking people feedback, just take it with a pinch of salt because you've got to sort of, you know, some people go into PR with no expectations at all. So they yeah. might think any PR results are, are great, which is, you know, great for them. Um, whereas, like you say, if some people expect to be in Metal Hammer and Decibel from their yeah. debut single, having, I don't know, never gigged anywhere or never never been anywhere before, you, yep. you know that's unrealistic um yep. it might happen but once happen. in a blue moon but it's it's it not can. common Go yeah, on. It can happen. uh what i was gonna say it can happen and obviously we will try to pitch you at those places and a lot of times you can get it but at the same time if you're brand new and you have nothing to build on you kind of got to have you kind of got to realize you're not going to be in crank most likely uh you're not going to be in hammer most likely but can it happen yes will we try yes uh, we we literally just uh, well three times this year we managed to get bands on with not much prior press in the blabbermouth, so it can happen. But is it is that a regular occurrence? Fuck no. So 
But just because one band did it with PR doesn't mean every band's going to do it as the other thing I want to point out. Sorry, Holly, I cut you off again. I will shut up for a minute. No, no, that's fine. Um, oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, hang on, it'll come back. It was something <laughs> along the lines of expectations. Um, I don't know. It's gone. Well, Sorry. Can you think so? I'll, I'll, I'll take over again with the expectations um but reversely at the same time you should have some expectations but you shouldn't necessarily be and you should aim for the moon but if you don't get the moon that doesn't necessarily mean that you failed uh most bands on a debut or like the usually will need to work up a couple albums to get big press is usually how it goes but again can it happen yes uh can have we done it yes we do it all the time but does that happen with everybody Fuck, no it doesn't happen with everybody another one we just got uh a band on their debut in classic rock magazine and totally totally you know that's pretty hard to do but it happens sometimes but again is that gonna happen with everybody i don't fucking know that's gonna happen necessarily so uh we can try but no one can guarantee so that's a red flag i want to talk about really quickly here so if PR guarantees you placements, run away as far as you fucking can. Because that PR is lying to you because nobody can guarantee placements anymore. Even if they have an in at the publication, they still cannot guarantee it, can guarantee a placement. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, we've had people come to us and they're like, well, can you guarantee us metal injection? Because Corey was writing for metal injection. I'm like, no, we can't do that. Can we try? We can't even have a like. We don't even have a right for like anything that's our stuff. So it's like, anyways, um, you got to kind of like just be aware of the people that tell you that they can guarantee you Kerrang, they can guarantee you all these types of places. Give us. Do you have a, uh, anything to say on? I've remembered what I was going to say now. Um, <laughs> it's kind of relevant. It's it, it's there's a catch twenty two where you kind of need to release music in order to promote it in order to release it to if you see what I mean so having music already released makes promotion easier which is why you know doing second albums and stuff sometimes gets better results than first because you've already got like a history um but debuts can work as well so again it depends on your budget and what your plans are for the music and everything like that agreed 100% agreed um okay so then the next thing you want to take in mind when you're looking for PR is um track record so we kind of briefly touched over this, but um, I want to go into this a teeny bit more depth. So like I said, so you want to, like when you're contacting past clients, don't necessarily talk to people from a long time ago, if that makes sense. Because I've seen people where the PR is like, yeah, I worked with, um, I don't want to name names. I'm going to make up a band's name. I worked with, uh, I don't know, we'll say Devil Driver or something back in 1996 or something like that. And it might've been true, the guy worked with Devil Driver. I don't even know if Devil Driver has been around that long, but I've worked with Devil Driver in 1996, which I don't think is true. But anyways, um, now I got to figure out what, what your Devil Driver form. Not important. But anyways, um, that might be true that they worked with the band back in 1996, but they haven't done shit since that time. Right. And that's 25 years. That's a long time. <laughs> 25 years, longer than Holly's been alive. So is it? Really? Well, well, no, because I'm 25 next week, so... Oh yeah, it's next week, isn't it? It's next know. week. I know. I keep forgetting. Anyway, um. <laughs> um, so longer than Holly's been alive, and if they've had no results since Holly's been alive, you might want to do that. But there are some people that did get, get great results 
early on um, that haven't really done anything and they're kind of resting on their past worlds. There's one guy in particular um, who's kind of like a scam guy nowadays, but he will like, he legitimately did some good stuff back in the day, but he hasn't done anything lately. And he'll go and hit up bands and be like, oh yeah, I was, I did this with this big band and it was true, but he hasn't done anything since then. So anyways, you want to keep that in mind. What I would do is I would probably talk to, if you can, at least five or six people, um, preferably in the same genre you're in, so you can get some sort of ideas on it. Uh, but anything you want to say on that, Holly? I think just, you know, make sure that you're checking out like their website and all their social medias and things like that, because you can tell as well, like if a PR company are sharing, you know, all of their band results on social media and they're engaging with them, you can tell that they're sort of genuinely caring and promoting, whereas every yep. now and again, come across a PR company and they don't share any of the band's results. And mm -hmm. that just seems really odd to me. Yeah, so, there are are really good though that don't so that is again a catch it, it can be a it, yeah it can yeah. be a thing but maybe just like you know if you're finding that maybe the reviews aren't so great plus they yeah. don't post on social media plus maybe yeah. the price is a bit funny you know just kind of consider yeah. everything individually but also like as a whole yeah and one other thing you can do as well in addition to talking to bands is you can also google to see what kind of press that they got. So like, for example, let's say it was Holly, uh, you're talking to Holly and she said, yeah, Disconnected Souls got great results with Joe Blow PR. So you could just go into Google and you can type Disconnected Souls, um, Warring Elements, fuck, I was blanking on the name, Disconnected Souls, Warring Elements, Reviews or Press or whatever. And you can just pull up everything that, you can see everything that they got. So, and then if there's like only one item shows up in Google, you'd know that that, they didn't get that great of results, even though Holly might be saying, yeah, I was really happy with them. Maybe she was because she got the one thing and that was her expectation, but maybe you wanted, I don't know, five, six or 10 or something like that. So uh, that's another trick that you can do. And another thing you can also do as well is uh, background check the person that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So what I always do, uh, this, is, this is my uh, life hack. I'm going to share it with Holly. Um, I don't know if you do this or not, but what I do prior to working with anyone I do a thorough background check on them. Like I'm like almost stalker level background check. What I do is I go and I, I Google them. Uh, then I, I check out their all their social mediums that I can find. I'll talk to a few people that know them. And the way that I find out if they know them is I'll see if they have any connections on Facebook or whatever. One red flag is if you have, for example, six or seven Facebook connections or Instagram connections or something with someone. And none of those people know who that person is. Mm. That happens a lot because you'll see like this industry person has like you know 200 connections that that you're that you're connected with and then you go ask ask these people who is this person do you know anything about them and all of them be like no i have no idea who this person is or i heard that they something 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 so um always do that i'll usually go to like i said usually five or six people at least um ask people about them yes i did do this with you holly just so you know um <laughs> So I, I usually go around, I go ask people, find out about them and stuff like that, just to make sure for myself that people, that the people are on the up and up. So I do that with anybody that, that we work with. So um, I would suggest that you do the same thing because most people will know someone that knows someone mm. as a job. And if nobody knows this person or nobody has any good feedback about this person, that's a bad sign. Let's thoughts, Holly. Now that you know I've stalked you completely. No, it's fine. I went over all of your social medias and Corey's. So. 
Because I was like, who are these weird North Americans trying to work with me? Anyway. Knew it. Yeah, it, it's just, I mean, it's kind of good because you get a picture, you know, you get a rough picture of their character if you see the posts and stuff. Yep. You tell if people are, you know, genuine or if they're a bit dodgy. So it's, it's, yeah, it's worth just having a look. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I feel like you've kind of covered everything with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of trying to think, I don't know, maybe see if they've got like any, you know, say the head of the PR, if they've done any interviews or if they've done like any news features as the head of PR or whoever runs the company, because that can be quite good as well to see. Yep. Yeah, yep. how all well publicised there are, things like that. Yeah, all those things can be done. And then also the last thing that you can do uh, on this when you're when you're checking someone out, in addition to the interviews that you said, also check on YouTube for them as well, because I usually do that for people as well. Um, the main the main places where I look is I, is I go to YouTube, Bing, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm forgetting something. I don't remember. There's something else, but usually those ones I check thoroughly. Uh, then I look for any mutual connections, anybody who's following them, ask a few people that I know and trust. Do you know anything about this person? And if they seem like they're fine, we're fine. We're all good to go. Um, but again, <clears throat> I cannot stress this enough. If you hear negative feedback about a person, that does not necessarily mean anything. Because I have dealt with people that had really bad experiences, <clears throat> excuse me, with people that I know that are not this or were like mm. one isolated instance. And that was it. The person was having a bad day or they just messed up that day or something like that. So just keep that in mind because, for example, I'm sure someone out there is probably saying that I did a horrible job in their PR campaign. But you can find like another 10 people that will say that I did a great job in their PR campaign. I'm sure the same thing is with Holly. So you're trying to think. I could see it. I'm trying uh, to think that. <laughs> well, it probably happened. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, nobody has a perfect record. So um, you're always so just take it with a grain of salt. And the other thing too is that if you if you find a band that is really complaining about a certain person that you want to work with, that's a PR, again, that is a red flag because a lot of times that means that band themselves had super high expectations and they couldn't have been pleased no matter what. So just take it with a grain of salt, take a look. Sometimes a complaint is legit. I've also like, again, like I said, if I ever have a band come to me and they tell me the, the previous PR that they worked with, it was fucking horrible. I go when I look into what that per person got for press and many times I will go message the PR myself and say like, look, these guys want to work with me. What was your experience with them? And I don't mind doing that because of the fact, like, usually the PR will straight up tell you like, look, those guys are dicks or they were fine. Or, you know, um, I didn't do that great of a job on the campaign and I felt bad about it or whatever. And, you know, assuming the person is a ripoff and most, most of the PRs that we know are not ripoffs. So, you know, I wouldn't ask a ripoff PR about how the campaign went, obviously, but like if someone was talking crap about someone we know, I would then go ask them, find out. Do you have anything else you want to say on that, Holly? No, I think we've pretty much covered that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, next thing is, I mean, do you want to go on to like the actual contacting the PR thing? Because that's probably quite yeah. useful stuff. So when you contact the PR, Holly's going to tell you all about it. It's, yeah, I mean, I would do it via email for one thing. I mean, some people are more open to social media messages than others. Um, so email is usually a pretty good route. Um, I would say be as polite 
you know, be polite, but also give as much information as possible. Agreed. Um, like if you have a release date in mind, if you know it's an album and you want to do two singles, um, you've got videos planned, you've got whatever. It's just helpful because then the PR can look at your email and say, yes, we can cater to this or, or no, we, we're not set up for it. <clears throat> um, you know, and it just did help. You know, you're not wasting your time and they're not wasting their time sort of thing. So you can figure everything out much faster. I agree. Um, a couple things that I, I like to have. Um, oh, number one, um, this is just for me personally. I don't know how Holly feels about this, but if someone comes to me and they just message me and they say, hey, I'm interested in PR, can I have a phone call? I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Although I avoid phone calls if I can. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I, it depends what it is. If it's someone I've never spoken to before and they're just like, can I have a phone call? Yeah, I find that a little bit weird. It's kind of, I need a little bit more information first. That's the thing is because 99.9% .9 of the time when someone just messages me and says, hey, can you call me? It's something I don't want, I found. Um, I used to do that uh, back when I first started. People would message me and say, hey, can I get a call? And it would just end up being like, one time it was like a country band, another time it was like a pop band, another time, like other times it's just people just trying to find out information and try to like get free advice. So mm. what I always do, like I tell people, before I will even get on a phone call with you, I need to have heard your music. I need to know uh, what your plans are. And then I'm happy to take a phone call, but I will not take any phone calls without having heard the music and knowing when the release date is uh, just because I've had so many horrible experiences with people just wanting a phone call that was just like beyond stupid that I don't want to do them anymore unless, well, I know that, let me rephrase that. I'm happy to do a phone call if I know the band's music when they plan to release and if they're actually planning on getting PR and they're not just sitting there trying to get free advice. Um, like I had a guy hit me up on Twitter, like I think it was two months ago, just dropped me a DM saying, hey, can you call me? Here's my phone number. And I'm like, what? I just messaged him and I'm like, what do you want? He's like, oh, I, I, I need, I need, uh, I need PR. I'm like, okay, uh, for what? And he's like, well, actually it's not PR for me. It's PR for someone else. And I was like, oh, and he, I'm like, okay, so who is it? Well, we don't, they don't actually have any songs yet. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me to do about it? He goes, oh, well, I want some advice on how to plan a PR campaign. I'm like, well, I don't like, what do you want? Like, what, what do you want from me? Like, I don't know what you want. I said, no, I'm not yeah. taking so he was kind of pissed off at me, but I was like, I don't, I'm not fucking calling you because like, what do you want from me? So um, if you, if you want someone to call you, call you, that's totally fine. But just make sure that prior to that, you have um, given them the music, all the information that's pertaining to it. And then at least for me, and I know Holly too, we would be more than happy to call you, but we need to have a little bit of info first, make sure you're not just, you know, trying to get free advice or anything like that and just, or being weird or whatever. So yeah, I guess one thing to quickly add to that is I know a lot of people sometimes they don't know what they're asking for because they maybe don't fully understand what PR is. So mm -hmm. I'd say like, if you want to email a PR company and just, you know, be upfront and be like, we've never done this before. We don't really understand it. Can you tell us what it is that you do? That is absolutely fine. Um, so phrase it like that rather than like you say, just doing the, Hey, can you call me? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you want? Yeah, just like be open and honest and then people know what you're asking for and they'll help because, you know, yeah. people are generally quite good and helpful. So if you yeah. ask, and you, right? if you ask nicely, so. yeah. yeah. So, okay. So then the next thing, so what I always like people to, to send when they're talking to us about PR, oh, back up a little bit. Um, 
when you are inquiring about PR, like Holly said, be as specific as possible, like include your genre, include some music, include some socials, um, give a little bit of information about yourself. The one thing that always drives me nuts is when people message me and they're like, can you give me some information and prices about your services? And I'm always happy to do that, but I always qualify with um, one thing you have to realize is that when you're wanting to work with us, you're applying to work with us. We don't accept everyone. And that should be the same thing with every PR. If a PR will take your money sight unseen, there's a big problem on that. So um, if you get in contact with a PR and, they, and all they say is, yeah, we're happy to do it, send the, here's the bill run away because they haven't even heard your music. So you need to make sure that they have heard your music, you guys are compatible and all the rest of that type of stuff. Uh, anything you wanna add on that, Holly? Um, yeah, just, yeah. Like you said, you know, if people are willing to take you on when they don't even know what genre you are, that's really weird because most, you know, every PR company should be specific to a, a genre or an area of genres because that's where your contacts are. We don't, you know, we don't have contacts for country music. <laughs> which I'm kind of glad, I'm glad about, but anyway. Ollie, way, 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 way to be mean about things. Sorry. No, 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 it's it's very, it's very popular. It's just not my cup of tea. Understood. What were you gonna say? You started to say something um, else. I did, you know what it was? Your cat walked past the background and it's distracted me. Okay, fucking cat. Um, okay, so to wrap up, since we only got like two minutes left, what do we want to say in fun wrapping here, Holly? Um, I guess the thing is, you know, if maybe say you've contacted a PR, you've sent them an email with all the information and stuff, and you've not heard back from them. Yeah. I would say, I don't know, a few days, a week, maybe, and then follow up. Or well, yeah, like us, usually the only way I will not answer an email is like if it went to spam and I somehow just missed it. So um if for us, for example, if you email us or you message the page and you don't see an answer within 24 hours, there's a very, very good chance it went to spam. So um, what I would do, what would I do in that case? So if, if, if someone's trying to contact us, they can't get through the main page and let's say the email hits spam and we haven't checked the spam, what you could do is maybe you could send, a, you could tweet and just say, hey, at C Squared Music, did you see my message? That could work. Or alternately... Yeah dropping the, one of us a dm on twitter or instagram that's what yeah that's what because i know there was a case a while ago where someone messaged the c squared instagram page but it went into the you know like the requested message yeah. like the equivalent of a spam filter on yeah. instagram so i didn't see it for like two weeks yeah. um so yeah if if you send a message we're i'm we're not ignoring you we've just genuinely not seen it if we've not responded yeah. so yep yeah so always feel free to follow up on it. Um, there are some people that take, like if someone regularly takes weeks and weeks to answer messages though, that's a bad sign. Mm -hmm. That's a really days and days and days. Like everybody gets behind on their emails once in a while. Like I'm two days behind right now myself, but that's rare. So um, just keep that in mind. Um, if the PR takes two weeks to answer one email every single time, bad sign, you might not want to work with them. So um, in wrapping, so um, if anybody wants to work with C-Squared, hit me or Holly up or Corey up or Guy up or Aaliyah up, and uh, we are more than happy to help you. Uh, we are taking clients for January right now in December. So, uh, and Holly really wants to work, work some more campaigns because uh, she's really good at what she does. And uh, any final words, Holly, before we wrap up? 
Um, I guess, I don't know, if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer questions if people want a message. So, yeah. Cool. And with that, you're done. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.